0: oh okay all right Uh, oh my
1: that's not a good way to start a podcast Uh, Uh, just breathing in the mic right
0: heavy and hot breath just uh. but that says more than words ever could It
1: sounds like one might be stressed.
0: Stressed, do you say?
1: Yeah, that's what I said.
0: Could that be the topic of today's podcast? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I'll take that as a definitely.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy. That almost
0: sounded like a bad local commercial (laughs) where everything is so scripted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so before we get started, have we got any...
0: Uh, new likes. Oh, you mean to the Facebook page? Uh, the one and only. Yep. Uh, we sure do. We got a man named Gregory A. Klein, Sr.
1: Sweet. Mr. Gregory, this is for you, buddy. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. So one thing that we wanted to talk about was stress today. We thought that was a good uh, thing to talk about. Because let's be honest, we all go through moments of stress. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't even make sense. And, and and what I mean by that is we have moments. It doesn't seem like anything changes in our life, and yet now we have more stress.
0: Yeah, well, and Like right. you said, it's like, why? There just seems to be no reason for it, and yet there it is.
1: Everywhere you look, there it is. What was that old song talking about about drinking? And when they got to the bottom of the the bottle, there she was.
0: (laughs) Anyways, stupid song. I don't remember.
1: I shouldn't say that. It might be a great song, but in my mind, it's a stupid song. Mm. Why? Somebody will comment. No, it wasn't. It was great. It was about love.
0: (laughs) Yeah, love.
1: Looking for love in all the wrong faces. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we sound stressed, don't we, over here singing songs.
0: <laughs> uh, oh uh, man.
1: As normal, we're gonna try to keep this light. We're gonna try to keep it energetic. But it is it is a well last week wasn't real energetic. We were more mellow when we we're talking about, it, but we we're talking about death and that kind of stuff. We were lamenting. Lamenting, yeah. Uh but this week we're gonna try to keep it a little more upbeat. Even though we're talking about something serious like stress, yeah, stress is something that I'm going to assume affects everyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to say there's biblical stress. No, no, no. Let me let me rephrase this. Um, there is stress that is that is everybody deals with, and for good reason. Okay. Then there's going to be stress that we have because we are not focused on God
0: priorities are out of whack yeah yeah
1: yeah and so um there again somebody dies in your family Mm-hmm. that's a form of stress and, and everybody's everybody has someone die who they love or akin to That's stress that may not be into the world it may be right so uh somebody dies i may go Oh man, that, that stinks, man. And then you go back about your day, right? Mm -hmm. And that is a form that that's a little bit of stress, but it's not enough stress to to throw you off of what you're doing or anything else. It may be a lady's husband who died. That's a whole different ballgame. So if your spouse dies, that's a lot of stress.
0: Yeah, it all depends on your relationship to the person who died as to how your level of stress is. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it's just an acquaintance of of somebody, somebody that you know is dealing with a loss and that you're really not that close to it doesn't affect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody in your immediate family, your spouse, your stress is going to go up significantly.
1: That's like when Kobe died.
0: Then there's that.
1: Right, I mean, I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to be funny. Kobe died, and there are some people who just loved Kobe Bryant, Absolutely. and it was it was traumatic.
0: I mean, it was still heartbreaking him and his daughter, and his daughter, and everything. I mean, it was it was a sad situation.
1: Yeah, to me, it was a sad situation.
0: Right, that that was it. You didn't lose sleep over it.
1: No. No,
0: it didn't stop you from taking care of your daily tasks and responsibilities.
1: Exactly, and now you have. But then you have fans,
0: and for something
1: who who who, for all intents and purposes, made him their god.
0: Well, I was going to say you you use the word fans, but less worshippers. Uh, well,
1: there's legit fans who just like watching him play basketball, mm-hmm. or um, like rooting rooting him on that sure. kind of thing. But then you got the fans who High borderline hearts. idol worship. Yeah. But then you have his children. I don't know how many other children he had or anything of that nature. But you had his children and his spouse. Uh huh. That's a that's a whole nother thing. Exactly. That's a whole nother thing. I don't know if his mother's life or father, but if they lost their child, right? That's that's a whole nother level of stress. Mm-hmm. Now Death isn't the only thing that causes stress. Work causes stress. Mm -hmm. Bills cause stress. Uh, er, I mean, everything can cause stress. Church can cause stress. Um, Your marriage? Your marriage
0: can cause stress. Your kids? Yeah. I mean, you name it, it can can cause stress. It can
1: manifest as stress.
0: But the key is, is how do you respond to it?
1: Yeah, and and not only how do you respond to it, but are you... (sighs) It's not just how you respond to it, but why is it stressful in the first place?
0: Mm, Getting to the root. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I can be stressed out over work, and my children may add on to that. Yeah. Right? uh, Things are going horrible at work, had a bad day, whatever. Come home, and your kids are loud. Now, you can have a great day at work, come home, your kids are loud, and you're like, Look at them and you go play with them and, and that kind of thing. But a bad day at work and then you, that stuff compounds.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, you get in, you get an expectation in your mind. So you have a bad day at work. Yeah. You come home and you're expecting just to uh, just be able to sigh and relax and everything's chaotic. Yeah. And then, like you said, it just compounds and makes a bad thing worse.
1: I've seen men who do not go home. Yeah. Because they'd rather be at work than at home
0: gosh that, that is sad man well i
1: i don't know any of them who were christian but that being said not to say that that can't happen but to have a home life that is that stressful and that you'd rather be at work mm-hmm. that's kind of rough that's kind of rough and and who knows i mean it may be his fault it may be the the spouse's fault um ultimately it's his fault because he's responsible for the household right ultimately right uh biblically but, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on in everybody's lives. If that's
0: the way, if that's the way it feels for you, then it's no longer home. Yeah. I mean, no, I, you see yeah, what I'm I saying? see what you're saying. It's like home is, is your safe haven, so to speak. It's where you go. you you, you gather with your family and it, that's, that's
1: home. I tell you what, I'm not going to argue against you on that. But I think I'd need to ponder on that that particular statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see, but I see exactly what you're saying.
0: Yeah. But then again, what you gonna do about it?
1: I, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. If you're just allowing it to happen as the man mm-hmm. of the house, you're 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 neglecting your responsibility as
0: father. There and you husband. go. Yep.
1: That's for sure. Yeah, I, I'm just processing what you said, man. <laughs> I, I think I think there's some valid point to that. There's still that part of me that says, "Um, that's kind of the whole mentality of heart is where the, I mean, your home is where the heart yeah. is." But I'm going. But that's not your to say home everything's is, always peachy either. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what a biblical home like what what the Bible would say about what is home, and that's where I'm having a trouble trying to. I'm trying to put a biblical definition to home. And would home be where your responsibilities are? Right, right. Instead of where your heart is, is it where your responsibilities are? I, I, I'm not saying that that is the case. I, I'm I'm just thinking that out. Right. So anyway, it's not worth continuing. I mean, we'd be wasting time on a podcast because I don't I don't know. I'd have to look into that, but <laughs> home <and>
0: where are <laughs> So you like to see. Okay, farmer friend. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's reel it back in here. This ain't no water boy. This isn't some hilarious Adam Sandler movie. Uh,
1: I wish it was. <laughs> It'd be less stressful. You know everything turn out alright at the end, you know what I mean?
0: And you could laugh.
1: Yeah. Which I say that. I say that, right? I said I said, I wish it was. You knew everything turn out alright at the end. But if you're saved, how
0: much better is our uh-huh. ending
1: than anything that Adam Sandler ever came up with?
0: Uh, mucho bettero.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, as Christians, we should have that mentality of w- no matter what things are like here and now, the ending is for us. Mm-hmm. The ending is going to be glory with God forever. The ending will be we are adopted by God the Father through the Son um, to spend all eternity with with God. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And, and and you can't make people want that. Mhm. Right? That's something that I've realized is I think I think preachers through time have known that it's easier to scare somebody to hell than it is to make people desire heaven.
0: Scare somebody to hell? From hell. From hell.
1: It's easier to scare somebody from hell than it is to 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 make the case that heaven is desirable. Right. Cuz who wants to sit in a burning pit of fire? And just burn, burn, burn. And that's I don't where know anybody. We, that's where we have the whole idea of buying uh uh fire insurance. Yeah. Right? Because preachers would preach fire insurance rather than enjoying the gl enjoying the glories of heaven.
0: Right. Instead of desiring Christ and to know him and to enjoy him forever, both now, here and now, and beyond into eternity. Yeah. We're just scared of going to hell.
1: And and to be honest, that's stressful.
0: Let's <laughs> us <laughs> <This laughs> back in, right? Let's see what you did there. <laughs> Very nice.
1: Uh so that's that's stressful in its own right. It's stressful in its own just oh, uh, if I if I do this, I'll go to hell. If I do this, I go to hell. If if I don't do that, I'll go to hell. If I, and, and it becomes work mentality rather than the graces of God saving you from uh, your sin uh, giving you the glory of God for all eternity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what that's that's the 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 it's yeah uh, because because they're they're opposites right. Mm-hmm. So if you go to heaven, you're obviously not going to hell. So by in, in by giving you the glory of God, you're rejecting your 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 salvation is from hell. But at the same time, they they go hand in hand. So I'm not trying to make it sound like. They don't, but God says that His, He has a light burden; that His yoke is light mm-hmm. and easy, versus the world. And 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 when we try to buy fire insurance, it becomes a, a um not a not a light yoke of. Of being able to walk through this world with Christ. But that doesn't make the world easier. Yeah. It means that the burden from Christ is light. hmm Um Then you get a- verses
0: a- from that like Matthew six thirty four that says, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble.
1: Yeah, but that's talking to other people, not me right now.
0: <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <sighs> I was just trying to give you the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: I, and let's be honest: we we when we think about Bible verses, it says, "Don't be anxious for today." We go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That isn't that nice. And we think of a mm-hmm. beach or something of that nature.
0: Yep.
1: But when the stress comes, we're like, "Well, that that doesn't count for today." I don't have money in the bank. I don't have money in the bank. What does that mean? Does that mean I got to freak out? I got to stress? Does it mean that um, God's going to look out for me? What's happening? How can I not be stressed if I don't have money? Hmm. But here God says, do not be stressed. That's what the Gentiles Do not be anxious, actually, right?
0: Yeah, and it's funny that you just mentioned that because I just scrolled down to another verse, and it's Philippians uh, chapter 4, 19 and 20. My God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Try God and Father, be glory forever and ever. So he's telling you right there that he's going to supply your need. Yeah. In your mind, what your needs are. Could be very different than what your needs are, according to His purpose and will.
1: And are we angry at God for not giving us what we think we deserve?
0: Yes, sometimes. So, but so we, w- I, I, we I, I, would I, never admit it, though.
1: Go ahead, go ahead and flush that out. I got to do something real quick. Flush that whole thought out because I think you you have a very good. I've heard you talk about this. So mm. I think you have a very good point of view on this. So go ahead, I'm going to do something right quick while you're doing that though.
0: Well, that that is just the thing. Sometimes whenever we don't have what we think we need, we think we're doing everything um "quote unquote right." You know, we're seeking the Lord, seeking his will, and stuff isn't working out. It yeah. becomes very easy to be angry at God and be bitter. Though we would never admit we it. We
1: walk to the shadow of the valley. Of the- <laughs> Come I'm sorry. On, man. I'm we, sorry.
0: We would never admit it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We're just sitting there yeah. and we're trying to bottle everything up and then we're, we're mad stressed. at life. Yeah.
1: We're not mad at God who's sovereign over life, but we're not mad at God. I'm just I'm I'm just mad at life.
0: But who's over it? Who's in control? Christ. Who's sovereign? Christ. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So, so- we're not satisfied. A lot of our stress comes from the unsatisfaction of Jesus. Amen.
0: And a good way to start, and I know this by experience, to get over yourself is to humble yourself before Christ and just confess to Him.
1: You just eat that humble pie, son.
0: You got that right. Confess to Him that you don't love Him nearly enough, that you're not satisfied in Him nearly enough. That's. I mean, it's confession, son. That hurts. It does. That that
1: that really hurts because when you have to. Look deeper into yourself. When I say look deeper, I mean, I mean look deeper into yourself. That's it's more than just I cussed today. Mm -hmm. It's more than just um, I lost my temper with my kid today. It's getting down into that part of your soul that you don't want to examine.
0: And that's part of it too. You don't just sit here and say, "Okay, I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm gonna throw my little temper tantrum." No. Sit in it. Examine it. Deal with it. Let it be exposed. And confess it. Don't just acknowledge it. Confess it.
1: What was it last week we were talking about? Take the time. Cut the music yep. off. Get rid of cut the cut everything down. And go and just be with Christ.
0: That's it. That's And it,
1: it might actually hurt. It might not be fun. But when it is over with and you come out of it, the the goal and the hope is that you'll be closer to Christ.
0: And you know what? Your situation may not be any better.
1: No, not from the, out, the right. exterior, outside things.
0: But Christ can change our outlook on it and put our focus on him so that we accept what he has for us, so that we're allowing him to mold us and shape us into what he wants us to be. My
1: grace is sufficient.
0: That's right. That's
1: what we need to understand. God's grace is sufficient. Do I want to be rich? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do I want to be famous? Not really. Do I want to be... And the only reason I throw that out there is because people like, I want to be rich and famous. I don't want to be famous. You're like, why are you doing a podcast? I I I felt like God calling me to to talk to more than just myself and you. (laughs) Right. Um but I I don't I'm not one of these people who want to be recognized. Now God has put me in the forefront of some areas. Um, small areas like the church and in this podcast and things like that, and and I enjoy. I, I've gotten to where I enjoy that, but sure. taking that first step out there into being recognized and 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 being um, seen, right? Mm-hmm. It's like mm, I, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. Now God's got me over that. Some and that 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 within itself is a little stressful. But what I'm saying is. Some people want to be famous. That's not me. I don't want to, I don't think that's you either. Mm. Would you like to be rich? Yeah. Now the Bible even says um to kind of ask for something between great riches and and great poverty. Right. To to be somewhere in between that. Now as Americans of almost any caliper you you, uh, you feel like you fall into that that uh, maybe maybe not the great riches part. There's a lot of people in America who 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 have reached above and beyond that yeah. great riches part.
0: And, you know, we say things about, uh, like, you know, we'd like to be rich. We finally come to the point where we were just being honest with ourselves. Instead of just trying to be modest, it's like, well, I don't want to be rich. It's just, you know what? Bump that. Yeah, I want to be rich. Yeah. Well, money brings a whole new set of problems. Yeah, but it get me, the problems that I have now would no longer be problems. I think it's uh, <laughs> Phil Robertson
1: said... Uh, I've been rich, and I've been poor. It's easier rich. <laughs> that <laughs> I mean, I can give. To, I can give to the ministries I want to give. I don't have to worry about burdening the church with my income. I don't have to worry about, um, uh, uh, uh. uh you know, uh, there's there's groups like Cross Politic and and Wretched, and there's all these other groups that I would love to give money to, uh, Samaritans' purse. Uh, being rich would make that easier. Being rich would make that easier.
0: But that's not to say that we're not content with where we are either.
1: But are we? But and are we? That, that was the that was the point I think that we were where we were headed yeah. is um you know, you may want to be rich, you may want to be famous, you may want to be this, that, or the other thing. And God may not be giving that to you right now. Mm-hmm. God may not be giving that to you right now.
0: We had to be ready for whatever and God so, gives And so, exactly. That's what, you know, we were riding down the road yesterday, and I said, well, what if this is it for the rest <laughs> of our lives? We're just going <laughs> to be broke and really just striving to make the ends meet and and looking for opportunities to do ministry and a podcast yeah. for the rest of our lives.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we said that would be God's will, and, and we deal with it, uh, but... What are you doing? Are you are you stressed because you don't have the money to do this or that? And there's a, there's there's a sliding scale here, right? Mm. There's a, there's a people who 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 pretty much live debt free, and then they wind up in the hospital, right? And now they have all this debt because of a sickness,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? That's a little bit different than your buddy out there who just doesn't know how to manage money, and exactly. he's put himself into a hole, uh huh. Right? There's a difference there. But both of them are worried about money and being able to pay uh, the bills. Right. But God said, my grace is sufficient. All right, sorry about that. We had a, a buzz in the sound system, so we had to try to figure out how to get that out. When we are wanting something or even needing something, and it seems like those things aren't just coming to you, Sometimes it's easy to get aggravated at life or at God or whatever you want to say. You're not you're not happy in the sufficiency of God's grace, yeah. causing you to be stressed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And, and then there's times when we can honestly say God Himself, Christ, the God Man, hundred percent Man, hundred percent God, was stressed and we see that before he went on to the cross. That's right. And That's what right. stressed him out was being that that was going on the cross, not the actual cross itself. This is this is my thought, my belief. It wasn't it wasn't the cross itself that scared Christ. It was the being forsaken by the Father,
0: that separation.
1: That separation that stressed him out to the point where he was sweating blood. Yeah, that's what ought to stress us out. We talk about fear, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Mm-hmm. I'll screw that up at the end. I, I don't know why I've gotten, <laughs> but, anyways, um, God has given us the ability. To to fall and, 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 and be a part of him.
0: And that's something that we can take comfort in. Even in our situations, what we go through that brings us stress, God has not turned his back on us. Amen. We are still in the very grasp of God. He has his hand over us. Sometimes, well, sometimes, he, he either causes or allows yeah. yeah. what causes us stress to happen.
1: Yeah. So, so it, it's a trial.
0: It is a trial.
1: And James says that we should find joy in the trials. Mm-hmm. That we should not uh, accuse God of tempting us into trials, because it is it's not God that tempts us into trials. What happens is we get caught up in a trial, and then the devil, uh, maybe not the devil. I don't want to be like the devil, you know, like he's he's the boogeyman hiding behind everything. The enemy. Yeah. So sometimes that's your flesh. Sometimes it's the world. Sometimes it's a demonic force. Sometimes You know, you have the enemy telling you that you don't have to do this. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go without money. You don't have to go without food. You don't have to go without this or that.
0: It's the easy way out.
1: And he gives you another way. That other way is going to be sinful. Mm -hmm. It's going to be sinful. And you're going to be tempted to take it. And what happens is because we're, we're, we're human and we're, we're full of our own sin. Sometimes we don't see God's grace as grace and we see it as a hardship. Yeah. And we look at the sin and we see that as some form of grace when it's really a hardship. Yeah. And we say, I'll take the easy way out, Jack. And we do that, and then next thing you know, you're deeper in trouble.
0: It seems like the the grace that sometimes we look at it as a hardship, the trial, it has long-run positive implications for our lives. I mean, God's doing a work in there that produces good yes. in us. Whereas the the easy way out, we're looking for a fix here and now. Well, yeah, here and now, it's like that's, that's the... No, that's the solution to my problem. Uh-huh. But long-term, you're drawn away from Christ.
1: A good example of this
0: is people that go out and get loans for everything.
1: Right. Right. Okay. They go get a car, they get a loan. They got a house, they got a loan. They got a motorcycle, they got a loan. They got a full-wheeler, they got a loan. They got a lawnmower, they got a loan. They got a trailer, they got a loan. They wanted new clothes. They got a credit card, which is a loan. They wanted a DVD. They put it on the credit card. I've seen people do that over and over and over again. And I and my and, and for the life of me, all I could think is, how are you not just drowning in debt? And the truth is, the way the system is designed, they want you in a certain amount of debt. Therefore, if you you're better off, in, in, in that sense. With credit, it seems like you're better off in, in debt than you are out of debt. Mm-hmm. Bible says not to be a slave to another man. And so, um, not every form of debt, m- maybe slavery, but when you get into that kind of a debt, yeah. you've, you, you're you causing yourself slavery. Because every dime you work for is going to pay somebody off.
0: You are in over your head.
1: I can't pay tithe this week. I've got to make this payment. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. I've got to make this payment. But I really like that over there. Have I got any money on that credit card? How about the other one? The other one's got a little bit of money on it. Yeah. And so you go spend that money. And then you wonder why you're stressed out.
0: You go spend that money that you don't have.
1: Yeah. And then you wonder why you're stressed out because you've got to repay it. Not only have you got to repay it, you got to repay it with interest.
0: That means more. <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't fair. <laughs> it sure does, buckwheat.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. So. And it's not just that. All right, take your family. Mm -hmm. Your wife is mad all the time. Why is your wife mad all the time?
0: Because we're in debt, didn't you just hear? (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, that may be it. Are you leading your house the way that God's commanded you to lead your house? Are you praying with your wife? Are you leading her through scripture? What are you doing with your wife? Are you loving her? Now, she's still her her own independent person, so I'm not saying that this is going to fix everything. I'm saying, are you doing your job, though? Right. I I, I used to have these two employees and, and one of the guys. It was simple. It was such a simple task, and you did it twice a day. But then I'd wind up, I'd look, and I'd be like, they haven't done this in a week or more. Now do you Why? mean
0: easy or do you mean simple? We've
1: talked about both. That too. Oh. both. It's it's well. it was what we called blowdowns. I mean, it took maybe ten minutes to do and and
0: it it didn't take long. You just,
1: just turned in a chain. It wasn't anything hard. It was just you open a valve.
0: Oh, well you got a bless their heart situation then. Yeah.
1: And and I asked one of the guys, I said, Why aren't you doing the blowdowns I was like he's the other guy didn't do blowdowns. What? What has that got to do with anything? Uh, I'll get him later, but I'm getting you now, right? Yeah. Do the blowdowns. So, and I guarantee you, Uh, and I don't remember, I remember that part of the conversation. I don't remember what I told the other guy, but it was probably something very simple. Well, the other guy ain't doing it. It was probably the same mm-hmm. thing. Oh, well, he ain't doing it. I ain't going to do it. On both sides. Now, neither of them are doing it, right? These are grown people. Grown men, yeah. With children. Uh, I mean, it's 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 retarded.
0: That's one thing that tripped me out whenever I got into the workforce, you know, because of the way we were raised around here. You think whenever you, you grow up, it's like the Bible says. Whenever I was a child, I acted as a child. Whenever I was a man, yeah. I put childish things behind and acted like a man. Then you get into the workforce with adults and see that there is a bunch of children in the world. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's a rabbit
1: well what i'm what, what I'm trying to say is what happens is when you don't do blowdowns properly is you wind up getting clogged lines because mm. it doesn't it doesn't push out all the 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 hard water the 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 stuff that that that's in the water lines right okay and it doesn't push all that stuff out yeah so now you've got to go and clean out the water lines, which is more stressful. So 10 a, minutes a day doing something easy yeah, or taking your weekend and having to clean water lines because you didn't do what you were supposed to do to begin with.
0: Come on, Sasquatch, not my weekends.
1: Well, you should have been doing blowdowns.
0: downs. <laughs> so I, something I, that's I, 10 minutes now is simple and easy. You yeah, didn't do it compounded. And, and ultimately, who's
1: responsible? I am. There you go. Because I'm the boss, mm-hmm. right? And so... When my boss asked about it, I had to say, well, I I thought they were found out they weren't, and I tried to get on them about it. Um, I even done it a couple of times myself just to make sure it was being done, but evidently that wasn't enough. It won't happen again. Mm -hmm. And so it's that kind of a thing where you make life harder on yourself when you don't do things right the first time. Right. When you don't do things what you're what God has called you to do and you try to put it off, I could get off my butt, but there's an easier way, not
0: getting off my butt. Yeah.
1: That's so much easier than getting off my butt.
0: Plus, I have an excuse. The other guy didn't do it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So the enemy's going to tell you, you don't have to do what you're supposed to do. hmm The enemy's going to tell you, you don't need to go in there. And just listen to your wife fuss about whatever. You can sit in here and watch TV. Set up your recliner and watch TV. Which which is which is easier? Watching TV. Mm-hmm. Good lord, I don't want to have to actually sit here and deal with people. Your your spouse. And then- and it's the other way too. We're men, so we're talking from a man's perspective, but women. Your husband comes home from a hard day at work. Don't just throw everything at him. Don't just throw everything at him. Men and women are different. Mm-hmm. Women come home from work, she wants to talk. Men, you need to learn to listen. Mm. Women, he comes home from work, he wants to be in some quiet. You need to allow him to learn you need to learn to allow him to be in quiet for a moment. And work that out. That's going to look different for everybody. Oh, yeah. Right? That's going to look different for...
0: Oh, and the enemy has all sorts of tactics. Too. Your relationship you is going
1: to look different than mine. And like you said, the enemy's going to use whatever weaknesses he can find in us.
0: Well, think about this, too. You know, we're so medicated nowadays. Whenever we have stress, a lot of people will run right to the doctor to get some Xanax. Yes. Or alcohol. Yes. You know, we're looking for excuses to self-medicate. Yeah. To not yeah. deal with the issue.
1: I just need to smoke this. Mm-hmm. It things are just so tough. I just need to smoke it, or take
0: this pill, or take that
1: pill, or drink that bottle, or whatever it may mm-hmm. be.
0: Exactly, or
1: whatever it may be. We have to learn to lean on Christ before we go to anything else.
0: But this this really helps me to cope with my issues.
1: You know who says things like that too? This is this may just be a coincidence. This is all um anecdotal or whatnot. But the I have people have no
0: idea what you're about to say. <laughs> who says these type of things? Please tell.
1: People who have very simple problems. Right? Like the people you hear fuss the most about these type of things are the people not the person dealing with cancer.
0: Right, not the people who have the per- real problems. Yeah, not the people
1: who's, whose parents are getting know. up in age and, and live in a different state, and they're having it. That's not who you hear it from. You hear it from the guy who's like, man, I had to do something today. <laughs> <laughs> you did what? <sighs> man. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> All right, then, buddy. <laughs> I'll be praying for you. <laughs> I mean, it's it's always somebody who who fusses the most about these type of things. There are people who do the very least, yeah, that's, and, and and have the most right.
0: Um, they're definitely the ones that complain the most.
1: My my man, my my wife, da 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 da, 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 da you know. And you go, have you tried loving her? Oh. Ugh, no, why would I do that? <laughs> huh. I know we're going on a stupid tangent, but I've literally I've literally had people come up to me and say, I want a relationship with my woman like you have with your wife. I've had that that conversation. Really? Yeah. Good for you. I know it. Uh it's all her, it's not me. I know. But <laughs> but you know, they they've come and asked me questions. And, and then you give them advice. Yeah. Um, First of all, we have a similar worldview. We we both worship Christ. We put Him before each other. We put each other before the children. Right. That kind of stuff, right? This is what she wants. You can give that to her. Do it. And then they go, yeah, 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 yeah. Then they come in the next day and they're like, man, da da da. And you go, what well, did you try this? No, I was going to, but
0: then she said, "Hey," and it just made me mad. <laughs> you know, that's a thing too. It seems like the people that complain and and they're gonna start venting to you, and they open up a door for you to give them advice.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: godly counsel, and they don't want to. Ta- they don't want to hear that.
1: No, no, and they don't have any arguments about it. Whenever uh-huh. you give it to them, like nope. they're like. Yeah, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. When
0: what their what their main concern at that point is is shutting down the conversation because you've done told them some stuff that they didn't want to hear and don't want to put it in the I well, I've
1: thing. said this from the pulpit before. If your thought is, what about me? What about I? What about then then you're 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 doing it wrong. Right. And so if somebody gives you advice and your first thought is, what about my this? My pride. What about My wants. What about my? Then you're doing it wrong. God's not called us to take care of ourselves in that sense. God's called us to be a blessing to others. We're so concerned with being blessings to ourselves that we wind up basically in a living hell instead of trying to be blessings to others. Hmm. we have to learn to, to be more concerned about everybody else around us yeah. than we are about ourselves. We have to be more concerned about that. And if you go into business and you're a Christian, your first thought is I should do whatever it takes to help this, this customer. Yeah. My job is to supply a need for them because God has given me the ability and the knowledge and, and, and whatever else I need, the equipment tools, maybe whatever it is to do this job for that person mm-hmm. and to do it for the glory of God. And we wind up going, well, what about me? What about you? God says that he'll take care of you. He says, I take care of the flowers and I take care of the birds. Do you think I'm not going to take care of you? hmm That's hard. That's hard to do. It's hard to think that God's going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. And so especially when you got people like us who are very self-sufficient minded and they're wanting to, uh, you know, we have a garden and chickens and we have, uh, uh, you know, you and, 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 and the future Mrs. Yeti have bees and and there's all these different things that we, we try to do. To. Well, one thing is to be self sufficient. One is to to just enjoy the aspect of living that lifestyle, but all that could go away tomorrow. We 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 made a thing on self sufficiency. You are not sufficient outside of Christ.
0: That's right.
1: The only sufficiency you have is in Christ. Mm-hmm. Anything else is lacking. So God can take that all away. Tomorrow, you know what you still need? Christ. Mm -hmm. First of all and foremost, period. And so whenever we're running around and we're unsatisfied in what Christ has given us, we tend to be stressed. Now, things that should cause stress, right? Okay. A lost loved one who doesn't know Jesus. Mm -hmm. That should cause us stress.
0: That's heartbreaking.
1: Having us fall out of a relationship, and I don't mean like loss of salvation, but when we when we get distracted from God, that should cause us stress.
0: Mm. And a lot of times it does, and we're sitting there. Because we're not in right relationship with God, we're sitting there trying to figure out, why am I so stressed?
1: Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. There, there's, there's all kinds of things that shouldn't cause us stress. But really, there's one thing that should cause us stress, and that's being in relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And if we're walking out of relationship with Christ, if we're not leaning on him for everything, if we're not depending on him for everything, if we're fearing things other than him, there should be stress there. Yeah. But if we're worried about paying our bills, I'm not saying that you shouldn't pay your bills. And and let me clarify this. There's a difference between, "Who I need to pay my bills. And... Uh, and it's that adrenaline rush. It's mm. the it's the the worry, the panic that comes with stress. Yeah. Right. I'm not talking about oh, I hope I can pay my bills. All right. That's concern. That's and and some of this is a semantics. I'm trying to make it as clear yeah. as possible. Uh, what we mean by stress, we mean. Legitimate worry,
0: stress. Uh, some because stress. That, that gets you out of that one area. I mean, what I mean by that is if if you're worried like that over, let's just use bills, okay. for example, and you are just worrying, like you were saying, then that affects your attitude and how you act in other areas and in dealing with other Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you're stressed, you're not going to be a polite person. Exactly. As opposed to the the other oh, I hope I can do this and you've thought about it, you've processed it. You've prayed about you've it. You've prayed about it and yeah, you've moved on from it. Yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. affect how you act in other areas.
1: I, I think that's a good a good way of putting it. Um look. I, and I and I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm not talking to you as somebody who's who's saying, "Thou ought not." I'm talking to you, as somebody who's stressed.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Like I'm talking to you as somebody who who knows what they're talking about because not only have they been through it, they are currently going through it. That's rough. And so, uh. It's it's hard, it's hard. Oh, let me let me rephrase that. It's easy, it's easy to turn to Christ. It's not. Wait, no, 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 no. It's simple. It's simple to turn to Christ. It's not easy. Yeah. It's simple to to say, Christ is my all in all, and His grace will suffice. It's not always easy.
0: Right. It's easy to say those words. It's easy to sing those songs. Yeah. But whenever stuff gets real, yeah. And that's that's what you're faced with. Yeah. You find out real quick if you really mean it or not.
1: Yeah. Now, and I'll say this. When stuff gets real, as you said, and you find yourself stressed, yes. and a week, two weeks, a month, a year later, whatever it is, you look back and, and you were leaning on Christ that whole time, even though it was hard. You look back and you say, I serve a mighty God. Yeah. If it was not for him, I couldn't have done it. Absolutely. If it was not for the graces that he put in my life, I could not do it. I I have, you know, um, when there's stress, for me, we we were talking about, you know, you hate it for people who hate to go home because they they don't want to be with their families. Man, that's such a stress reliever for me. Mm. God has blessed me in that way. He has given me that grace to where, um, even though the, the world's tough and hard and, 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 and I'm not doing the best in the world right now. And that kind of thing, I can go home to my wife and my kids and I can roll around on the floor and play with my kids. I can get the Nerf gun out and shoot them. Um, you know, we have Nerf gun wars all the time. Uh,
0: that's yeah. violent. One of them little terrorists about shot me this morning <laughs> while we were getting ready with his little battery powered in there. Yeah. I, was like, I heard that. That thing sounded like something from the Ghostbusters back in the day. It son. doesn't worry. I'm, like, I'm, I'm sitting there talking to your oldest, and I, that's what I heard. And then I turn around, and there's the youngest getting ready to crack a shot at an <laughs> old Uncle Yeti. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> He said, I'm going to get me a Bigfoot. <laughs>
1: he said, I might not have been the man that killed Hitler, then Bigfoot, but I'm going to get me Bigfoot. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was such a weird movie. <laughs> so anyways, you know, it, those are graces that God's put in your life. Now, if, if I wanted to have a bad attitude, I could make my home life a lot more stressful. If I wanted to allow the the stress of the world to come into my house, I could. And make my home life more stressful. Mm. And I think that's right. what people do. I really think that's what people do. And that's um, easy. Th- it is. It is. And I've done it
0: before in the past.
1: Um, I try not to do it. I try to keep my brain in, in such a place to where I, I, I can... I can Why do is
0: that too? You know, when we're dealing with stuff that stresses us out, the ones that we want to take it out on are the ones that we love the most.
1: Because you're comfortable abusing them, right? I, you're comfortable yeah. abusing the
0: people who you know and love the most. Again, another tactic of the enemy. Because and I don't it's mean so abuse easy.
1: And like slapping them upside the head, yeah. but 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 in a sense of taking out something that's uh, something Which, else, verbal, so, emotional, yeah. all that, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're not going anywhere.
0: Yeah. Like I said, that's I think that's another tactic of the enemy. That's why yeah. it's so easy to do. No, it's I think not, you're right. It's not easy to go to Christ in those times together as a family. Yeah. You know.
1: And how how do you how do you get mad with Jesus? Right? How do you get mad with Jesus? Like you can. And yeah. we do. Yeah. But as a Christian, once you stop and think about that, you're like I am being ridiculous. He
0: is the be all end all. He is the yeah. bar that we measure ourselves up yeah. against. So
1: I I'm not happy uh working this X amount of dollar job and doing this and then coming home and da 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 da. All right. So who am I gonna be ma- I can't be mad at God because I'm a Christian.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So I'm gonna be mad at everyone else. <laughs> but it's God who's placed you where you're at. Yep. It's God who's allowed you to have the job that you have. And there again, a lot of our stress comes honestly from just not acknowledging the fact that we are unsatisfied in
0: Christ. Mm -hmm. That's what we were saying at the beginning. It goes back to, we do get mad with God. We don't want to admit it. I can't be mad with God. Yeah. Whenever we are. Yeah. You need to go and confess it and sit in it. Sit in it. Yeah. And spend some time with it. because whenever you do, for me, that's whenever those hard, sorrowful tears just pour. Yeah. And you are. where well, you
1: got snot coming out your nose. For
0: real, son. And your throat hurts. You feel yeah. Like that little nut in your throat's going to burst and you're going to die. <laughs> and it's just, it's rough. It's yeah. rough, but my gosh, the, the healing that Christ offers in those times, too. Whenever Amen. You sincerely confess, and that just, you know, that goes beyond acknowledging.
1: There was a time and age when I think people in our country were closer to Christ, not because um they were smarter or more spiritual, necessarily, as much as they weren't as distracted. Mm, that's good there point. weren't radios, TVs, cell phones. Sure. So at the end of the day when it got dark, you sat in your house and you whittled or you sang and mm-hmm. but there was no let me just watch three hours, four hours of T V at the end of the day. Yeah. It wasn't that. So you and and, and people didn't live in such tight communities as they do today either. So they had you know, you'd be out there working on the farm. And what do I do when I'm working out somewhere by myself? I got my earbuds in. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to sermons. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to music. This guy's out there with his own thoughts. Yep. Mending wire. Mm-hmm. So he had the moments, he had the time, he had the... You know, his whole day was him just in his own thoughts and if he was a Christian, prayers going to God. Now I'm not I'm not an advocate for the Amish life, and that's not what I'm trying to say. But it is a good point to kinda of put all that stuff aside. And there again, because I'm not the type of God is sitting there and saying, well, this is what you need to do. And if you don't do it this way, you're going to <laughs> You know, I'm, I I really do think it's different for everybody. You're going to have your own convictions. You're going to have your own life. You're going to have this, that, and other thing. You may watch more TV than I do. You may watch less TV than I do. Um, I, I don't know. All I do know is that we are. All need to spend that time with Christ. Mm-hmm. And the more you spend with Christ, the better you're going to be. It sounds simple, but it's hard. Why? Because we have built in distractions. Right. I want you to listen to this podcast. I don't want you to listen to this podcast if it means that your relationship with Christ suffers. You have to turn to Christ in all things, in all things, not just here and there, not just when, not just when things are good or when things get hard, but in all things, turn to God and his glory. Because if you are looking at yourself, if you're the center point of your life and Christ isn't life is going to be stressful and hard, and ultimately at the end of it, you're going to die and go to hell. Hmm. If life is about Christ, life is still going to be hard. And, and there's going to be parts of it that are maybe even harder for you than other people. Right. But God is good, and he's going to take care of his own even if that means allowing you to come home to see him a little earlier than what we expect. And so, live for the glory of God. Do not, I repeat, do not put yourself in the center of your own universe. That's where your stress comes from.
0: It is a setup for a disaster.
1: That's where your stress comes from. It comes from you thinking that you deserve something other than hell. It comes from me thinking that I deserve something other than hell. I don't want to just sit there and point and point and point and point. Right. Like I said, You know, right now I'm dealing, I'm dealing with stress. Part of what set this whole thing off is I'm dealing with stress and I'm trying. I really am trying to look more towards Christ. I'm trying to read my Bible more. I'm trying to pray more. And I don't know why necessarily I'm, I feel the stress right now that I I do. What I do know is that the answer is Jesus.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I won't find the answer in myself. I'm not going to find a truth that is my truth. I'm going to find Jesus, and he'll let me know that his grace is sufficient, right? That he supplies for the birds and the bees, and that he'll take care of me as well. And that if all else fails, if they burn me at a stake, When I open my eyes, I'll be in glory. Mm -hmm. Nothing of this world should be able to hold me down and stress me out. Now, to be honest, it does. To be honest, it it does because I'm sinful Mm -hmm. and I'm learning and I'm trying. And God is sanctifying me. And I'm trying to remove myself off of that throne that sits in the middle of my life. But the good news is I don't have to remove myself from the throne. Christ has done it for
0: me. There you go.
1: That's salvation. He said, this isn't your seat.
0: Sounds
1: like a good place to wrap up. real intense and
0: serious (laughs) yes sir Mm -mm.
1: all right so where
0: can they find us
1: on the interwebs dear yeti
0: On the interwebs, you're one place to go for anything and all things Bigfoot Revival. Head over to www.bigfootrevival.com. Click on that BFR podcast tab and scroll down and listen to all of our previous episodes or head on over to the blog and read some good thought insights. Hey, under the gallery, we got a handful of pictures and videos from stuff that we've been doing all along. Scroll on down and click the link to our Etsy store and check us out and what we've got in the Etsy shop right now. For Bigfoot Wood and Steel. Also, you can hit us up on our email at BigfootRevival at gmail.com.
1: And we also have a, a new item in Nancy's shop.
0: Yeah, we do. That shooting board.
1: Yeah, we got an old ham and cheese board. So go and check that out. Don't uh don't let that don't let those things pass you by.
0: You guys share this stuff. If you go on um iTunes rate, I hear that does good to <laughs> <laughs> to, to do something. I don't know what, but they say that is good. So rate us up there.
1: If you do buy something from Nancy store, it does support us. So Absolutely. Uh, we would appreciate that. Um and as well for God it's not giving us a spirit of fear but one of power. Love and sound judgment Yo Yeti What up We out son Deuces